Big up to the boys. Fox and Shane, set your minds free, no locks and chains. Do what you love, roll the dice. 50 50, we cold as ice. One thing cold, but a pin town red. Kill it, dick. I'm in my head, won't gaming. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Hobby Homies. We are your weekly Tables Up podcast. I'm Shane, hanging out with Fox. Yeah, what's up? And of course, we've got Churchy in the void <laughs> <laughs> with no microphone because it has been seconded to Oliver. Hello there. Hello there. Ollie is one of our longtime homies, longtime patrons, one of the OGs. One of the many people we made pay us money before we would be friends with them. Mm hmm. Um, and for as long as he continues to pay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when you end, yeah, um, we'll still beg for your friendship yep. and your RPG knowledge. Yep. <laughs> Ollie is a uh, yeah a guest of the show before, mm-hmm. earlier, season four maybe. Okay. Uh, we talked about sure. RPGs. It was a lot of fun. We bring you into the RPG space constantly because mm-hmm. you are what we imagine is uh, a DM by not by choice like it's your <laughs> being by destiny yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah it's every fiber of your being you were born to be a dm how many rpgs because this is your credentials for being a dm how many different rpgs do you own pdfs or books for i would have no idea i that's mean ha- i think big p- pdfs wise we were like chatting about that one time and it's like a, about 100 gig or something i think the folder on my computer that holds <laughs> all the pdfs wow which you know some of them are not you know formatted particularly well yeah. but it's a lot that's um, crazy because like there are just different types of people on planet earth and most of them would have 100 gig of like porn and you choose and you chose to fill the hard drive you download it well i mean i, I don't i'm just saying there's people out there it's not no, me it's it's on the internet yeah but i mean for free yeah. <laughs> exactly. i'm not saying i do it i'm just saying we're not people sitting there on the line no. wire waiting <laughs> half an hour to see some breasts i'm, I'm glad we brought you here says the going guy. in the roaster box. Yeah. Oh, no. i mean he's the guy with the bug out bag so yeah, i would have I mean, expected yeah. if hey, anyone had an offline stash yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's what i'm missing yeah. a usb full that's right or a floppy disk or two floppy disk <laughs> Not you, were, you won't have a floppy three disk. megabytes <laughs> yeah no floppies so i want to use your uh rpg knowledge you've handled many hard cover books yes yes <laughs> i quite so, enjoy handling hard cover books mm. i have one here for you to handle mm. now i haven't opened this what wow. i want you to do is oh, i forgot to do the main part of this <gasps> is that why you um when i went to open it i said don't open don't it, open it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what i want you to do you've probably seen many books like this Oh, yeah. Make sure you show it on the cam. This is the Wild Sea <laughs> RPG by some random. I bought it because the art and the lore is cool, and I know nothing about it. What I want you to do is open this book, have a little flick through, and based on your existing RPG book-holding knowledge, tell me how much you think that book is worth. Oh, cash value. Cash oh. value. AUD. And I don't have my phone to Google what it's Which actually Which way do you unwind it? Clockwise or counterclockwise? This is like... Know, it's, got very, it. it's got a very complicated system on it. It's obviously not designed for smooth brains. So I backed this on a Kickstarter. Kickstarter. Yeah. The DM screen wrapped around the book, right? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Well, That's really cool. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here we... But... Um, the, the Kickstarter nature makes it really like really hard because I've seen up. some Kickstarters and some of them just get like obnoxiously yeah. expensive. Yeah, but like if I was buying this in a store, I'd probably expect to pay like 
I don't know, 80, 90 bucks. But off a Kickstarter, I'd probably say maybe like 120 Australian. <laughs> well, it's a D, it's got a DM screen as well. Does that yeah. add value in your brain? Is DM that, screens comes usually with worth 30 bucks. Yeah, that's 30 bucks. Yeah, probably. okay. And this, like the book, I mean, I haven't seen it before, but it looks like how many pages does is a normal RPG? That looks like a 200, 300 page book. 355. Roughly, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say three, 367 give, pages. Give or take, yeah. Um, yeah, you don't generally pay per page. Oh, so, really? Yeah. Oh, okay then. Yeah. No. So Four how much page. did you pay for it? I Am actually, I trying to validate this for you? <laughs> well, I kind of wanted you to validate it because I couldn't remember how much I paid. I still don't know. Um, but it looks like it retails at about $110 oh, with yeah. the DM yeah. screen. So based on how many hours of it you've played... Um, I've got how, how, yeah, how much yeah. return on your investment have you got? Well, so there's one way to look at it. On the one hand, I've never touched it, <laughs> except to bring it here. Hmm. On the other hand... Because I've never played it, its quality is near mint, and thus it's good. Around. And you've just Although had me open it. It's like, that's the drive away <laughs> devalue right there. You've driven it out of the showroom, so it's lost. And cracked the spine. <laughs> and, oh. I'll be honest, this looks really nice. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm very gold, happy with Gold trim. Gold trim. Mm. Okay, I'm so ha I'm happy with this. Now, when can we play this? Because we did a session we've zero. We've tried, and it doesn't work. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't work? I just don't we, think we liked it. That's not a fair assessment. <laughs> it works no, I fine. Th I, th I think we, we, we struggled with the, like, first hurdle that you always seem to have with playing an RPG, which is, like, getting those first one or two sessions off the ground. Mm, yeah. You know, where, like, you build a little bit of a story. You want kind of all your players there to begin with. You don't want just, like a couple to show up for the first session or something because yeah. you're building that initial story and um i it guess like yeah exactly you need that and and we we fell over at that we all made characters and we we kind of did a session zero and then we're like this will be this will be great and then you know and it all fell are. apart because it, yeah. you know i it's don't know someone though. some mm. yeah like you can it, never schedule everyone's got something on and it's like it's where do you say that you know you come on man cancel that you've got rpg on you know you can't like you, yeah you, you, everyone has their things their commitments and what they need to do and yeah and when it work life family that sort of stuff gets in the mix and when you got four five six people trying to get together you can't always make it work which yeah. is a shame but is that the most that's got to be the most difficult thing about running rpgs yes yeah some people just you know aren't committed they'll yeah. go, to, mm. go to funerals and things like yeah, that yeah yeah like, garbage you know. who goes to them yeah so yeah there's depressing. rpgs to play <laughs> yeah that's it could play at, like really they could play at the funeral <laughs> like if they're actually committed yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. through a discord chat Just, or whatever yeah, yeah. have the headphones in slash rolls all that stuff yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah i know i agree with you <laughs> i was i was like I had a few funerals like lately, and I was like, "Wait, was that me? Did that do that on stage? Was it big?" But no, no, probably it was. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. So we're playing this again. Is that where we landed? <laughs> I think the like the the lore of this game is dope because like, but it's it's quite is it quite different to the other? I remember giving you I think the PDF that I got in the Kickstarter. I mean, no, you bought it yourself legitimately or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, you read through, and you're like. Yeah, this is, this is, we'll just have to learn on the fly. Yeah, because it was quite different. I mean, there have been like two, I think, that we looked at that we did. Yeah. We did, we started the Root RPG one yep. as well, which we played a few sessions of. Yeah. That one was like, from memory, a port of a different system mm -hmm. that they'd like adapted to be Root. Yeah. This one thing, right? Like, it's like, okay, you see an RPG and you go, oh, that's that system. That's yeah. that system. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, like, like you've the got the engine of a game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're like, oh, this looks exactly like this other game, except it's reskinned Star Wars. You know, when we yeah, played the yeah. Star Wars one originally, it's like a port of Dungeons and Dragons 3.5. Yeah. Sure, you know, that that Star Wars RPG. And there's, I think, <clears throat> the root one was a port of the Apocalypse system. Or something yeah, powered like by the Apocalypse. Powered so by the yeah, apocalypse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that one was like one that was like, oh, this is a kind of different system that I haven't really done much of yeah. before or seen before. Um, so yeah, it kind of looked quite cool, but I don't really remember why it didn't get off the ground. I th- probably yeah. one of the players, I don't know. It could have been any Probably Churchy. Oh, you were in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Churchy yeah. bailed and then we were like, It was well, just a bad time. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was just yeah. a bad time. Me but, and Burnsy were <clears> in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> you guys can play my book. Um, the law for those listening that were like, what's the Wild Sea anyways? Is like, you play as these weird creatures because the it's it's set hundreds of years in the future, thousands maybe I don't know, and like the world <laughs> is the so I've read the book. Look at that! So, I just cracked the spine. Then what do you want from me? I'm not told about you. <laughs> Secondhand, it's yeah. been driven in, and like the world is so overgrown and lush that the world that we live in now is like just been pushed to the absolute depths. It kind of uses a forest like the one on our TV here. Oh yeah as uh, a parable for a sea yeah, yeah. so like, like a wild sea like a wild like, sea yeah, almost wild yeah. of seas yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. that's that's good guys yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. i love this organic them, just off, yeah. the, off the domes <laughs> game jamming it yeah i love this it's <laughs> so smart and wise between this and root it's like it seems like you have a bit of a type you know well it's <laughs> an anthropomorphic type yeah big time <laughs> What I liked about these creatures uh, is that they're more humanoid. Mm. There's an element when you're playing Root that you feel like you're a little bit of a furry. Oh, you're a little yeah, bit yeah. like, like I'm you've playing- got the butt plug tail in. Uh, yeah, you kind of yeah. have to. You've got to put these yeah. ears on. <laughs> <laughs> just, you just had just on a head. Well, I'm an emperor. They came with the book, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> this is the Kickstarter exclusive. Now they've been worn. They've also lost their money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry, dude. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I mean, I'm just a bearer of bad news tonight. Yeah. Well, anyways, I won't sell them because... <laughs> no, leave stuff. them there for later, please. <laughs> yeah, well, I will. <laughs> I have the tail under here and everything. Uh, anyway, the world's so overgrown and you ride these ships, uh, pirate ships on the sea, but instead of the sea, it's the forest. The canopy of the forest. And, and the pirate ships run on these big like chainsaw type things and they're cutting their way through the tops mm. of the sea, but it regrows so quick that it has no impact because they wanted to cover themselves it was such yeah. a cool um yeah cool universe that when when you started explaining it hey let's play this mm. yeah there were so many elements that sounded awesome like i remember one of the races you can play is just uh, like a colony of spiders exactly yeah <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> yeah let me read now i can't unwind the thing again <laughs> yeah like exactly a mushroom person or something like that yeah there's just so many like yeah, very, very, very cool. Very different. So unique in a way. Like yeah. I, that, That's yeah. what drew it to me. I was like, I mean, I don't really know RPGs, but I feel like that's such a unique theme. Yeah. The art is fantastic. Um, and it started as like 80 pages and they kept delaying this project. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh man, I'm never going to get it. It took like two years. Yeah, yeah. And then it turned into 354 pages. And yep. I was like, well, that's just value because I already spent my money. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? So I'm pretty new to Kickstarter. You've done a few, right? Yeah, I have. Yeah. A delay like that, like two years, how long between updates was it? Were they, was there times when it was like real quiet and everyone's like, this is a scam, give me my money back? Or was it like very consistent? So with the, most of the projects I back are kind of, I guess, mainstream projects in that I back them when they've got like a few hundred thousand behind them. Oh, so the creator's already, well already done funded. a few things yeah, in yeah. the similar vein. Like the creator that made, like this was made by a, a team of people. One of the creators, the main guy driving it has made like comic books and 
He has a bunch yeah, of projects yeah. behind him. And so when it goes like, they, they often they're really good about the updates. So it's like one update a month for the first year. And then maybe there's like a big gap, especially over COVID. That was mm. the main issue with this one. Yeah. It was like actually shipping it and whatever. Yeah. And printing and manufacturing. But like they'll send an update and be like, hey, um, it's been three months, yeah, but here's the new PDF of the rule book. And you can see it's like oh, an extra hundred yeah. pages. And you're like, that makes sense. You added yeah. the characters that you said you added and whatnot. They're still working. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that's it. So I'm sure like for smaller projects, maybe there's that hesitation, especially when like, like especially for uh, STLs and stuff yeah. where you can see a bunch of renders and then they're like, um, then you hear nothing for three months and they do an update and it's just another render and you're like, I don't know, where is the STLs? Yeah, like, give us a yeah. test print, yeah. show us something that's yeah. not just a render. Um, there's a little bit of that, but yeah. No, not for this thing, not for this bad boy. Nice. But as a like novice on Kickstarter, like having only just done that, backing my first one recently, which was just for SDLs. Oh, there you go. Um, oh. It went, to... like, no, no, it worked quite well <laughs> because like there's these stretch goals and like they've re they've obviously done that thing where they um, have done the STLs. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, and they're like, it's just a marketing thing going through Kickstarter. But sure. then the stretch goals are we're going to create new STLs. Yeah. So they will come over time. That was fine. But like I feel like with a hardcover book or something, it is quite hard because like mm. if they're including stretch goals mm -hmm. of like things that they want to put in the book, yeah. at what point do you print the book? Totally. And be like, yeah. you know, all right, we're going to put all this in there. Yeah. Um, because, you know, although that's like 344 pages or whatever, that's kind of pretty yeah, three hundred. Yeah, pretty <laughs> standard for a lot of RPG rule books. Like oh, it's, not, it's not like a super, super chunky one. Yeah. It's, it's on the like larger side, but mm. it's not like – obscenely large so like if i got one that was half that size mm. and they were like oh here's some pdfs yeah. i'd probably kind of be like yeah for 120 bucks yeah yeah, yeah 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 um and that one this one was good i actually can't remember what i spent i'd love to find out but um don't adjust it for inflation <laughs> don't adjust it for inflation. you don't want to know no okay. <laughs> oh, let's find out no um yeah, the, the you're absolutely right because that was the biggest problem with these guys. They were like, we've decided to add this. And I would just be like, I was happy with like the 80-page book you gave me originally that had yeah. like the archetypes and the mm. general idea. And, you know, the thing about RPGs, I feel like, like I don't know how much extra rules actually impact the game because... So specific situations that those rules might yeah, come in. I feel like if you add characters and archetypes, sure, that's good. And scenarios, yeah, but oftentimes you're, you're going to branch out and make your own scenarios. Mm. Yeah, exactly. You, it's kind of, it's like the opposite of like when you've got like a game, like I think like a Total War, I'm really yeah. into on the computer, right? And then they have DLCs that like, it's a new faction. Yeah. You're like, oh, it's so expensive, but I kind of want that faction. Yeah. You know, with an RPG, you know, you have the power to be like, all right, we've got the core rules. Yeah. We want to have this. Yeah. Well, let's just adapt homebrew. to what we currently have in homebrew. Yeah. Right? Like you don't need to have all these extra, you know, DLC type things to run an RPG. You yeah. just need to have a little bit of creativity. And yeah. the main thing that you're getting out of the book is the core rule system. But mm. as we said before, that's often adapted from something else. So yeah. like mm. you could have in theory just done it with the original rule system that you have, but it's like you're typically, I guess, paying for like that setting. Yeah. Right? You know, like I buy an RPG because I pick it up and I'm like, this is a really cool setting yeah you know like i have a dragon age rpg that i never have never played but it was like a one that i picked up because i was like oh man i love dragon age yeah um how cool would it be 
How cool would it be to have a Dragon Age RPG? And it was like kind of like a, from memory, it's like a reskin of, of Dungeons and Dragons, as a lot of them are. Yeah. Um, but I was like, it then adapts those me- the mechanisms from, you know, D&D to apply to how magic works in Dragon Age and things like that. And then I was like, that's the only book you really need to run it. So I suppose that's a good point is that in my mind, I was like, give me the 80-page book because that's the skeleton. Like, we'll put the meat on it. But, you know, when you're getting into a setting, the more meat that setting has, the more immersive, I guess, it is. If they've told you, here's a scenario, here's another scenario, here's what one of the cities looks like, here's what some of the towns look like, here are some of the people and what and who occupy the town. Yeah. Like, that's all depth that just adds to that yeah. setting. And I think it add, that sort of stuff adds to, like, ease of world building as well. Yeah. Like, you get a general idea of what the, the common folk are like in that universe. Yeah. So you can then go and create any NPCs that you want to create on top of that or, or hmm. you know, other towns and stuff like that. Or languages. So this has obviously done its own languages. What language do the spiders speak? English. Um, impress <laughs> others. Uh, that's my language. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't say I was successful. <laughs> okay. Yeah, cool um, the languages here, I don't know which one's the... Um, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I think the Ectus might be the spider people, in which case they, they speak Saprak. Mm. But there's also Chthonic, Guadim, Nock, Brass Tongue, Rakus Spit, Liar Bite, Old Hand, Signaling. Rory was doing that before. <laughs> and Hyven, which is like high fiven, but quicker. <laughs> and there's aspects and just really cool art. It is cool. This guy's having a rough time. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what do you and that, what you said there is actually like a big like thing as like a sales point in RPGs, right? Like yeah. the RPGs that I more often buy are the ones that I pick up and I have a quick flick through the rule book and I go, oh, man, this is so pretty. Yeah, book, you know, like yeah. I don't really care what the rules are like. Um, I'll figure that out later because you have to really, you know, crunch the rules to figure out if you actually like the rules or not. Yeah, but like, man, the artwork is cool. Yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah. I just saw one of those big sections at the end that I didn't know was in there was like factions and territories, which is something that they've added at the end. So yeah, very cool. And yeah, if I flicked through this book, I mean, obviously it's a lot of nature inspired creatures and. What is that? That's a death card, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> there's some, uh, we don't need that. There's some very cool art. I don't know if that's easy to see. But yeah, that's a oh. weird That's a weird thing that exists in this universe. We're getting yep. flagged for copyright. I can share it for 35, 35 pages. <laughs> yeah. 36.7. And the and the and the DM screen has a little fox on it, which I won't share for copyright reasons. Yeah. You guys are terrified right now. <laughs> what are your thoughts as a as an experienced DM on DM screens? Like obviously that one's got a lot of information on the inside for a DM. Yeah. When when would you draw the line? Like would you say every system needs its own screen or would you just you can I mean you make can your own? you just you can make your own or something. Print um, everything you I want mean, want. if you're doing like in-person RPGs, you know, DM screen is something that you want to have, mm-hmm. but you can use a DM screen from some other system and just put your, yep. you know, use some yep. little clips and clip your notes in there. But um, they're effectively widgets, right? Yeah, I mean, really, the main purpose of the DM screen, at least for me, is you know, if you have a little peek behind the curtain, is it allows you to kind of just fudge some stuff. Okay, you know, like yep. the DM screen's there because, like, yes, I've got all my notes and things like that, but there are times as a DM where you like you roll some dice. And you're like, ah, oh, cool. That player's dead. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, then you're yeah. like, that can be cool. Yeah. But 
do you want that to happen? Mm. Yeah, you're no. not quite dead, but pretty close. Yeah, like oh, you're on one HP. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. What's yeah. the chances that they rolled a seven, not an eight? Yeah, you know, like and you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, but I'm but looking at yeah, it right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't look. <laughs> you can't look. Can I see? It? No, 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 no. But because like you know that, and that just having that little ability. That's that's kind of one of the purposes of the DM screen, yep. right? As 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 it blocks off all of your stuff mm-hmm. and your notes and that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, like a quick. Most RPGs need a quick reference guide, yep. but you know, if you're <clears throat> buying an RPG, I don't recall the last time I bought a DM screen because okay. they're normally like forty bucks or something on top. Yeah, yeah. on top of your eighty dollar book or hundred and yeah. whatever you. Buy. It was. I just checked eighty eight dollars <laughs> Australian oh, yeah. delivered with the DM screen. Oh, nice. One of those rare instances where I spent less on the Kickstarter than what it's actually worth. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. And that's a big problem uh, that I was going to say when we were talking about Kickstarters earlier is that they. It, it's lost its value. Yeah. You know, you're kind of just backing to be the first person to get it if there's a supply shortage, but often you're not really saving money. Mm. And they say, oh, this is what we plan to drop it at retail for and we're giving it to you for this. But then it gets to the store and the store goes, well, of course I'm going to take that. That's 10% off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they say, and it seems like they have quite obscene shipping. Oh, yeah, for to sure. To Australia. Yeah. You yeah. know, because like apparently they like courier it to you. Yeah. They're like, you know, we're going to pay somebody to literally bring it to your house. Yeah. That's why we charge you this much. That's yeah. his sole job is to deliver that book to <laughs> yeah. you. In fact, so he didn't have a job. Like a lifetime wage. Yeah. Right? <laughs> his annual salary. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's he on? I don't know, at least 80 grand a year plus super. <laughs> oh, true. Plus super. Do I have to pay for his annual leave and sick leave and stuff? Of course. Stuff? Yeah, okay. What do you expect, dude? That's why Kickstarters are so expensive. Yeah. So I want to um, flip it because we're, we're talking about RPGs and whatnot, but I want to miss the at this bitch. Um, how you've played 40k for a long time, yes. How long 24 years? I want to know because there seems to be a consensus with people that we Ooh. talk to and interact with. Yeah, that's ne- doesn't it feel like when I you feel talk like there's gonna be a spicy 40K take and a consensus when, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't it feel like when you talk about 40k and games workshop, it has the same feeling as when you off share a political opinion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, the current, the current prime minister, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or president, is away. the emperor whom protects <laughs> or yeah. does not, depending on your inclination. We accept all denominations of emperor yeah. worship. Yeah. Um, the consensus among a lot of people that is that if you play Warhammer for long enough, you learn to hate it. How do you keep going? <laughs> What's your worldview? <laughs> well, Left I right. think I've, yeah. I've been playing Warhammer long enough to like have learned to hate it a long time ago and sure. then like, you know, become am, am, ambivalent bang. about the whole thing. You know, You've like been, you were born in the dark. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like you know, now. like <laughs> my favorite, probably my Million favorite attacks. edition, probably my favorite edition so far was ninth. Yeah, and like, um, but from a rules perspective and things like that, but also like GW as a company is so much more functional now than a, like a period of time that I went through when I was sure. getting into it. Like when I That's first started, mm. it was awesome. Like it was this awesome kind of like company where it was like those like everyone the good old days that everyone talked about you know there was this awesome before it was uh, like publicly traded there was there was just this like you know like you go into a store and there was like three guys working in the store yeah you know and they all loved it and they were like they'll talk to you about stuff and um you know there was like a worldwide campaigns going on and things like that and then like a little bit after i got into it it kind of felt like 
Games Workshop went through this phase where like everyone was like, it's gone to shit. Right. Like, um, is that are you talking it, era wise? Is this sort of like end of the old world kind of? No, nah, no, well, this is well, well, well before that. So oh, this okay. is like oh, wow. 1999, 2000, like is when I kind of first got into it. Oh, sure. And then the like early, early to mid 2000s, it was like, all right. But then it was just like this period where like I felt like nothing really happened for ages and okay. like, um, Almost like the opposite of now, you know, like yeah. there wasn't this, like all these releases and things like that. And like the classic example was like, um, one of the armies that I played was Dark Eldar and we went two and a half editions without a codex. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, it that's wasn't like, now. you know, it wasn't like every edition there has to be a new codex. And I remember thinking like, oh, when are they going to redo, you know, mm. Dark Eldar? And that was like, oh, we're doing the second Space Marine codex of this edition. Sure. And like, yep. Yeah. Okay, mm. when's Dark Helder? Yeah. Like, oh, maybe, maybe next time. Yeah, maybe twenty. Maybe, yeah. maybe wow. next decade. Yeah, yeah and that kind of stuff. And like, that. yeah, and so like, so they've yeah. become, it, it, they've become a lot more of a pro professional. I don't know if that's the right word, but a, 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 a functional professional business. Business. Yeah. Yep. And that has <laughs> advantages, <laughs> and it has you know disadvantages. Yeah. You know, certainly now I get the I get what people say, and that it feels like they're very commercially driven and things like that. But it also keeps them honest mm. in a sense mm. of like they're always putting out product and there's always new things coming everywhere and yeah, yeah there's always the, there's, there's always this yeah. new stuff coming but it does feel like it's lost some of that like l cool little indie game type vibe mm. thing and yeah. like even to the level of like, I get that that's just how bricks and mortar stores are now it's and things. Right, like, but like, yeah, you go into yeah, a store. Yeah. I go into my local, you know, Warhammer store now, mm. and it's not packed full of people, yeah, right? No. You know, when I was a kid, it was in the Big Westfield, yeah. and there was eight or nine other kids there on the weekend, mm. um, and then there were some older guys, and you know, the older guys played their own games and things like that because I didn't really want to play with a you know with nine kids. year old, which is which fair enough. Because if you look back, you're like, I would hate that. But oh, there was yeah, always yeah. like some yeah, staff. There was always some staff member. <laughs> there was always some staff member for who would like be happy to have walk you and somebody through a game, mm. you yeah, know, and 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 do that. And so I guess I'm nostalgic for that. Yeah, but I do like the way and the like, quality of their stuff and all that is just so much better now than it was back then. And you probably got that perspective now too, where, where everyone's like, Oh, another primaris Lieutenant. And you're just like, it's another release. Yeah, like yeah. I would have killed to have a release every single week yeah. when I was playing back then or a new codex or rules update every three months or whatever. Yeah. But it's just, it's just different. I yeah. don't like to like talk about one time being better or worse than another. They're just all different and they all have their own, you know, advantages and disadvantages and things yep. like that. Um, but like just the, like the sheer volume of stuff that they pump out now is pretty remarkable. Yeah. And the quality of the stuff that they pump out is, mm. is pretty remarkable. Um, that being said, you know, I'm not doing as much of it anywhere, like as much 40K stuff now as I was before. Yeah. And I'm looking at other systems and things like that. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily like dislike it. I mm. had a bit of a, you know, time at the start of 10th where I was like, oh, it's another edition. Do I want to do all this, relearn it all again and that yeah. kind of thing? But yeah. 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 Well, lucky, well, the good thing about 10th is it's, it's not 7th to 8th kind of changes. It's, it's kind of like everything good about 9th brought in and then we'll, add back to it thinned a little bit and then mm. yeah it feels like you know stratagems and all the the numbers change crew's still not an army they took <laughs> harlequins away harlequins aren't an army anymore wow yeah mm. you didn't know that no nah. mm. oh maybe are, are they, they, are, are they in opr 
Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, space yeah. jesters. jesters yeah. Space jesters. Yeah. Yeah. So they are. My bad. They are an army. Yeah. yeah. And crude are too. Yeah. <laughs> called jackals. <laughs> you have an amazing jackal dance. Yeah. Interesting. I also wanted to know um, because you've been in 40k so long. Someone asked this to me, and I only I could only think of one thing, but I was like, anyways, I could. <laughs> prelude a question for <laughs> half an hour what is your favorite all time first thing that comes to your head Bless when i you. say this favorite 40k moment for you you playing well i think in 40k generally it would be when there was the eye of terror campaign sure so that was like a massive worldwide campaign that they did i don't know i don't know exactly when maybe 2000 or something like that 2001 Time i was pretty construct. young yeah mm. um but like real. playing in a game and being like, <laughs> you know, having this kind of realization of, you know, wow, this game, the result of this game impacts what's happening. That's cool. You know, like, and then that, that, like, exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what that did was that opened, that then opened my eyes to, you can run other games. You know, I could run my, we could run our own campaigns and things like that, which my mates and I started doing, but it was kind of flicked this switch in my brain of like, oh, you could make some system whereby, yeah, you know, it's not just a single battle, you know? Yeah. Um, Wouldn't that be know? great? But that yeah. would be, imagine, imagine if everyone's that. battle affected the, yeah. the, the outcome. Like a, <laughs> But globally, like yeah, you like play worldwide, the world. yeah, yeah, worldwide, multi, yeah, see, yeah, five past six. Someone said that, right? <laughs> I think, um, I think Churchy said. I think you Aurora. Well, how many times? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say you're contractually obligated to do it five or six times per episode. Say five past six. Uh, five, 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 Commission. Okay. That should be our intro. <laughs> Hi, we're five past six from home. I'm Shane. This is Fox. Hi, good day, Speaking of five past six from home, yeah. how have you found um, commandeering our campaign? <laughs> Literally commandeering and I, for the big for the meta. Yeah, like, for you the can better. keep it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. It's, it was like, it's been, it's been a bit of, it's been a bit of work, especially at the start. I know it's kind of like, I don't I'm, I'm not into cars, but I feel like it's probably what it's like if you get like this rusted out old crappy so car. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're Hang like, this, <laughs> just quickly, just this, quickly. The, the framework. Fuck you. <laughs> Every ball is just rust. <laughs> the framework of this car, car is rust, <laughs> you know, and I've always wanted a Camaro. Um, yeah. This one's but I'm going to have to rebuild the whole is. thing. This one's really <laughs> shitty. This one's particularly shitty. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. It's so funny. Like, they were so proud of it. <laughs> and, and we still are. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. We're proud of what we've done. Yeah. 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 But no, no. I mean, the main, the, the, main, the, main work, the, the main work was obviously like to start off with creating that like Excel spreadsheet that let me mm. generate all the missions, right? Because yeah. the thing I felt like that you, it felt like from the outside that really was the struggle for you guys running it the first time wasn't running the campaign, but just like we have to roll up 20 missions a month. Yeah. And like we have yep. to sit here and be like, all right, now let's go to chart, chart two and, mm. and yeah. reference chart three. And how many guys was it that we, you know, and so like just creating a spreadsheet that did all of that probably took me, I don't know. 10 hours or something that's like right, that. That's what like, it took me to roll up 20 missions. Yeah, so. copy yeah, and yeah, pasting all those charts. And writing all the fluff. Yep. Into Excel. And then it was like, all right, now that we've got that, 
um, that kind of takes the bulk of the like background work out of it. It's still like, you know, I don't know, a couple of nights a month of fluffing up the missions and things like that. But, you yeah. know, I've had a lot of experience with fluffing. So mm. Mm. we won't elaborate. <laughs> it's better without context. <laughs> we'll just leave that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so no, it's, I, I think it's been, it's been really, it's been really good. Um, it's just, you know, a, as with anything like running an RPG, like running any campaign, it's always hard to kind of keep up the interaction or the, mm. the level of engagement, yep. yeah. I guess, you know, with people. And it's striking that balance between, like, it just being something that I'm we're kind of doing for fun and, like, you know, we're not making any money out of it. It's not a business or anything like that. Mm. How much time do we want to actually be dedicating yeah, yeah. To, to doing Absolutely, stuff? Yeah. Um, but also trying to keep people engaged and have it be fresh um, for, you know, what is at its core a pretty simple tabletop game mm, big time. It, it it can be easy to have that be like oh, i've done three or four missions i kind of yeah i'm done with that yeah I'm done yeah, with that yeah now. there's a point in parsecs too that you play so i reckon it's sort of that eight to ten games that you get in and you find that now that your toughness five and combat skill plus two or plus three yeah you're just like and but the difficulty of the but there's, is there mitigation for that now in, like, the Trailblazers or...? Um, sort of. There's some progressive difficulty things. In it, but sure. it, it's really just, like, how you do it. But, yeah. you know, running the campaign has given us the ability to toggle that difficulty a little bit. You know, yeah. like, we've been making it so that there are different levels of difficulty missions available where I've just put some little toggles in the spreadsheet that, you know, maybe they add in an extra enemy. Maybe there's like some extra, you know, condition or something like that that mm. gets added on um, for harder missions that allows you to be like, I, do I want to challenge myself? Yeah. You know, like, do I want to take on a tougher mission or am I new to the game and I just want to, I just want to do a layup um, or am I, but you're really, really shit. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah. it gives us that ability to to have different difficulties and things like that. Yeah, you know, cool. because that's probably uh, the other thing that it does is it also gives that kind of story, which is really important for Parsecs. Mm. You and know, and I think if you run a campaign for you, just your own solo campaign, yeah, if you're really into that, and um, I I feel like there's some some of the guys that we see and like they do these awesome write ups that are oh, yeah. he have heaps of like oh. thematic story stuff in it, and I'm like yep. they'd be fine, you know, like they'd be able to run their own Parsecs solo campaign and probably have a, a hoot, yeah. right? But yep. there are there are some people where it's like. I'm real. Maybe you're more of a like tabletop person. You don't have a big background in RPGs, and it's hard to like have the story that you're telling. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, guess that it's nice to be able to give people who maybe that's not their forte or not mm. something that they want to invest a lot of time in mm. a story that can then motivate them to keep playing. What I love about it is I fall into the third category of people that would love to make a cool, a really cool story. And would love to have all this depth to it, but don't have time. Yeah. I have time to go. I like that mission. I can play that mission. Yeah. Mm. And then have the fluff written. And so and now I'm now I'm there. Now I understand. I've helped the the guild fight off these people. Could, could you could you could you find two minutes to put in your it's completion form? It's longer than that. I gotta <laughs> click the link and I gotta go. Ooh, I just forgot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's better than me. I'm uh, I'm constantly aware of it. <laughs> But never do it. Yeah, I can find. Yeah, I'll, I'll schedule it in for last month, or could we do, we wipe that one? That's, 
Apparently, it's getting counted this month. <laughs> oh, no. If you submitted after the deadline. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't submitted. <laughs> you can't say I have submitted after the deadline. I haven't submitted yet. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'll, find out. I'll, I'll, get off. I'll get right on that. I feel like with Parsecs, like I fall into category two where, I, where it's like tabletop game. Yeah. And like I, I quite easily forget that there is a story to be told. And like that, there's a reason why my crew of these, you know, individual named characters. Yeah, they're not just five guys of whatever. Although like, delicious burgers, it's not five guys. No, no. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Um, they're, here all you know, night. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> they're, they're there for a reason, right? They're there to clear clear something out or find something or whatever. Yeah. But it's so easy just to be like, this is the mission. This is the rules. You know, mm. like. I, I I need to sort of step back and go. Hang on, this there's a story. Like I need to get yeah. around that story. Yeah. And without without that, you it's that's not that much of a game. No. No. no yeah. It's not. 100%, that's right. Yeah. 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 It's good. I, I, I enjoyed <laughs> doing write ups back earlier on when we when we do our, our episodes. Yeah. Um. And you know, telling the story like that, but yeah. at the time of playing it, I'm just not really like thinking yeah about it. thinking yeah not thinking about yeah. it. So I need that's something I know I need to like focus more on and. and Take more enjoyment out of. You got me more. Excuse. <laughs> Please well, focus more on. But I guess for me, yes. it's like it, for me, it's it's also been good as like a. It's kind of scratching that DM itch. Yeah. You know, right. It's like I can be telling this little bit of a story. Yeah. Um, and then you know that gives me something to 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 think about because that's why I've always been like super into RPGs and that kind of thing because like for whatever reason, just in my head. Um, when I've got like free time and I'm not thinking about something else, I have these like stories churning. Yeah, you know, right? Like I'm thinking about, oh, what it'd be really cool to do this in a campaign or that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's in just an outlet for that, which yeah. has been good, particularly because like I mean, it's just been hard to like do RPGs. Yeah, you know, I think yeah. we're now reaching that age where like people have kids, people mm. have other responsibilities and things, and it just makes it harder to have like a session every fortnight. Yeah. or a session every week or something like that for RPGs because there's just so much life going on yeah. that that commitment is really hard. And that's, for me, you know, been a big difference um, as not not doing that is, mm. you know, for me, something I've never really done because I've always done RPGs. Yeah. Um, and so it's a bit of scratching that itch and oh, being, able to, being able to tell a story. Nice. I Something about RPGs too is that the time slot, you need like a bit of time. Yeah. I find that like... M- there's a lot of nights in the week where I've got an hour, but that's not enough for like yeah. to really get you need into like a two. Yeah, yeah, you need like two to to get a bit because like it's it's always you kind of want to um, with an RPG you want to sort of finish at somewhere where you can finish right you can't yeah. finish in the middle of a fight yeah or and something like, like that with a lot of RPGs you know most of them probably. You know, a typical fight probably takes about an hour yeah. or something. I guess yeah. there are some more streamlined systems where it's it's not, you yeah. know, but it maybe it's half an hour, maybe it's an hour, depending yeah. on, you know, how much shit you talk yeah. while you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, you know, That's and why you, ours takes so yeah, long. Yeah, Chickens. yeah. Chickens. But, <laughs> Chickens. <laughs> you know, so if you want like a little bit of story development and a little bit of action in every session, yeah. then you want a couple of hours at least. Yeah. Um, and plus, you know, there's always that typical thing of like, all right, we're going to start at 7.30 yeah. and then we all get on, we talk shit about our day. Yeah, and 44. Oh, waiting for oh, hang on. I'm going to go get a beer or whatever. Chase and then away. it's eight, eight o'clock and, and <laughs> yeah. And then, <laughs> then you know, someone's got a hard out at 8.30 because they've got to go feed their kid or something. Yeah. Hey, it's 10.30 or whenever she wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't feed. Oh, no, she, that's a lie. She did last night at 10.30 specifically. But anyways- yeah, 
I feel that. And for those listening at home, uh, Ollie has his own own RPG that he's mm. created. And sort of. Sort of. Half. Sort of. And we're playing it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So we it's- hope to bring you an episode soon that summarizes our chicken-related <laughs> shenanigans. Yeah. Mm. It's kind of like alive and hooked up to life support. Yeah. Um, but we're, you know, we're, we're yeah. playing with it. We're in the room. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> I don't like that at all. <laughs> Your analogy was not kosher. <laughs> not haram. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Facts. But yeah, I guess that kind of just like came from, you know, wanting a system to just do a kind of game that I wanted to run. Yeah. You know, mm. you were just like, I've like, played this many RPGs. Yeah. Trying to build the world that I want someone to have built already for me. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Mm. I like it. I like mm. it. I too am a creator of things. So I can understand. Of a, of a channel for people that create things <laughs> yeah, on the Discord. That's what I do. Yeah. Actually, wait, I think Shane created the channel for game well, yeah. development. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. So I, didn't actually I, I wouldn't probably trust you to create by it. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So actually, he's like, hey, how about this? You're like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Arm twisted. Boom. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe I don't create anything. But anyways, you do. So well, cool. no, you paid some people to make some art. No? Yeah. 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 yeah, I did. yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's your creating content. I create And then you post that in a channel people. that you didn't create. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not needed here. <laughs> but you guys are. Thank yeah. you. Which is my camera? Which is the the Fox cam? That one? <laughs> That's yes. the everyone yeah. cam. Yeah. And yeah. Then the, yeah. I call it the Fox cam because I'm actually in it. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you to all of you. <laughs> this is Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Shane. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and we have been Hobby Homies yes, with Ollie have. the guest. Just yeah. talking Whatever, more, RPGs. more beers and banter, sort of. Yeah, very, very. Two beers, two banter. Two beers, two banter. It's got a beers and banter vibe. There's a few beers and some Tabasco sauce. And what's this for, Ollie? Pizza. You'll find out later. To spice up the episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right then. <laughs> All right then. He came up with the joke. I've just used it three times since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Massive shout out to our patrons. Uh, without you guys, we wouldn't be doing here doing this. Um, we have a uh, where am I going with this? New patron. Oh, we, we have, have a new, new patron. patron. Yes. yes, you knew what you were saying, yeah. but you I'm brain, like, you brain, this yeah. doesn't sound. And right. your new yeah. patron's name is Valerie, also known as Psyduck. Psyduck, so great name. Psyduck as a patron. That's pretty cool. Which is really cool because that's one of my son's favorite Pokemon. Oh yeah, how many does the, he know? Uh, you know Psyduck. He knows a lot, dude. Really? Yeah, yeah. kids are good like that. Yeah, yeah. Psyduck, Charmander, Squirtle. Cubone, Bulbasaur, Pikachu, Eevee. There's Most another... importantly, Psyduck. But Psyduck was where the would first he, Yeah, so where would he like put Psyduck? Is it like number one or is it like it's like his top five? Psyduck was number one because we watched the Pikachu movie and that's my wife's favorite Pokemon, Psyduck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, because she doesn't know Pokemon, but yeah. she just loved the idea when she watched Detective Pikachu yeah. that there was this- Duck with a headache? Yeah, with a headache yeah. that could just explode at any minute. And I'm like, yeah. I've got a headache and could explode any minute. Where's my love? She's like, I don't care about <laughs> I don't care about, I know. I'm not a duck, all right? I'm not a confused duck. Yeah. Um, Welcome. Valerie. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome, yeah. welcome yeah. Psyduck. Yeah, yeah, welcome Psyduck. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining our Patreon. Yeah. Um, and yeah, to our others, you get early access to videos like this and other things we do on both our channels and our unending gratitude. Thank <laughs> I you very much. You're in the wrong camp, dude. Please get off. <laughs> <laughs> so, massive shout out to our patrons. As always, we have the GOATs. 
Burnsy, Fallen Dinosaur, Gridlock, Axe, Annex, MJ, Test Dummy, and Black Polo. We've got the OGs, Brandon W, Moose, Elko, Churchy, Rad, this guy here, Ollie, <laughs> Hawkers, Penny, Agro, Don Hua, Don, Pure Blind, Primal Nerds, Jackson V, and Big, Big Roach. <laughs> you could have gone that. I could have. You, <laughs> you, you mimed it. I heard it. Yeah, I heard, I heard it. it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And uh, come over to Shane's house. Come over to the studio. Hey, I don't invite everyone. <laughs> Just everyone. Get in here. Get in here. Maybe patrons. Sit in this chair. Yeah. <laughs> you have to pay at least $10 a month to be allowed in. For... 36 months minimum <laughs> minimum and then you could just come up. we'll give you keys Whoa. we'll give you keys we could do that right if only I knew and if only I knew I could get into the discord without paying I would have never you signed up you can get into the discord without, without paying. paying in fact you could do most things without paying include yeah. joining our 5 past sex from home campaign yeah links in our discord links to the discord on the hobbyhomies.com links to the hobbyhomies.com in the google <laughs> links to google in your AOL fucking <laughs> big bar. You've confused everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's my job. That'll do, Pink. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Toodles. Over. Woo! Big up to the boys. Fox and Shane. Set your minds free. No locks and chains. Do what you love. Roll the dice. 50 50. We call the ice. One thick coat with a pretty tongue red. Hey. 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 Hey.